Previously on the Some News Podcast. New research says that tea and coffee can cut the risk of having a stroke, but it doesn't mean you can charge prescription prices, Starbucks. Carol Vorderman broke her nose falling down the stairs. Apparently she hit two at the top and three from anywhere else. Celebrity Big Brother winner Chantel Houghton said she's worried because she's being followed by people. I think she has misunderstood the point of Twitter. Mr. Stephen Allen's SomeNews.co.uk, the podcast. Well, hello there, and welcome to another of my Some News podcasts. Uh, since last we spoke, I haven't been out much. I twisted funny and I put my back out. And by twisted, I mean the motion, not the dance move. It means that every time I bend over, I make this noise, which is less fun than I just made it sound, to be honest. I know I should be more careful. They always say that you should lift with your knees, not with your back. But I didn't do it when I was lifting. Now, if they'd said you should twist violently to the side with your knees, not your back, I might have been saved, but they don't. So I've spent this week uh, taking painkillers and going, it's been like being James Brown. Just, well, like that, but less dead. Anyway, in this edition, there's trouble from North Korea, there's trouble with Lance Armstrong, and there's David Cameron causing some sort of trouble as well. Let's crack on. Mr. Stephen Allen's Some News Podcast. The main news. I thought we were safe. I thought we'd made it through the worst. I thought if North Korea was going to start World War Three, they'd do it over Easter. That way, the West would be on holiday, caught with our pants down and our mouths full of chocolate. And that makes it sound like I had a really interesting Easter. Uh, if North Korea was going to attack, I thought they'd do it on the 1st of April. So when they said, we're going to attack you with our missiles that can reach your country, we'd say, you're right. You got missiles that can reach. Of course you have. April Fool, yeah? I'm not falling for that one. Oh, Let's start at the beginning with North Korea, or, to give it its proper name, the Democratic People's Republic of Korea, which is an odd name. So you want to call us the Democratic People's Republic of Korea? Yep. But we're not really a republic. I know. And we're not really democratic. Yep, I know. And we're not run by the people. I know that too. Then how can we have the name Democratic People's Republic of Korea? We're not Kupranol. We don't have to do what it says on the tin. Wasn't brave enough to do the accents. Uh, This time last year, North Korea started testing missiles. The first one splashed down prematurely, but heck, we all had that on our first time. But then eventually they got one to work. This meant the UN brought in extra sanctions to tell them off for playing with missiles. In January 2013, North Korea announced its intention to target the United States in its missile and nuclear programs. Since then, we have seen details of trajectories that they'd used to target major parts of the US. Those trajectories seemed an awful lot like straight lines on a map. Oh my god, they've developed ruler technology. General, we we have the latest intel. The North Koreans have trajectories for several American cities. But this just looks like they've copied the flight plans for the BA flights out of Heathrow. Yes, sir. And that's their second go. Uh, Their first one was this. What's this? Uh, That's the flight plan from Ryanair. So they had to fly the warheads into a nearby town and then put it on a connecting coach to blow us up. Then in March, the North Korean government declared it was in a state of war with its neighbor, South Korea. War with a neighbor. What were they parking in your space? Did they forget to return a lawnmower that they borrowed? No, I've got it. Did they plant massive Leylandi trees near the border? No, I shouldn't, Mark. If I had a neighbor that played music like this, I'd probably declare war. Some say all of this posturing is just because Kim Jong-un is relatively new as a leader. He's trying to show his authority. Kim Jong-un. Kim Jong-un, more like. (laughs) Biting satire. 
Many commentators say it's unlikely he'll actually have the missile technology to attack the US. I don't know. I'm starting to wonder if that shipment of two-litre bottles of cola and large packs of Mintos that North Korea had delivered were actually just for research after all. If North Korea starts a war with America, it is highly unlikely that they would win. But if they do, Ladbrokes is going to have to pay me a lot of money. <laughs> yeah, did you see the odds on that? I'm not missing out on some of that action. Actually, now I think about it, just in case they win, I want to go on record as saying that I think Kim Jong-un is Brill. He is our supreme leader. A title which means he's like an ordinary leader, but he's topped with extra pepperoni. The biggest worry isn't that they'll try and attack the rest of the world. The worry is they will have a real war with South Korea. They've already blocked access so that South Korea can't get into the industrial zone between the two nations. I didn't realise they had an industrial zone. It's like the TV show Crystal Maze. <laughs> Welcome to the Industrial Zone. Now, this game has an instant lock-in if you don't have a picture of our supreme leader in your house. So, worrying times. We hope it doesn't lead to World War III. There's already non-stop documentaries about the first two on Channel 5. As an interesting side note, David Cameron used this to say that we should keep our Trident nuclear defence system while he was up there in Scotland visiting it. No, 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 no. Remember, Mr Cameron, after 2014, Scotland could be an independent nation. If the North Korean situation teaches us anything at all, it's that you don't want two countries on one piece of land where the one on the north has nuclear weapons, all right? United Kingdom, they call us, because we're not Cupranol either. The SomeNews.co.uk podcast. Now it's time for my sports roundup. Uh, Lance Armstrong managed to get himself banned from another sport before he even competed in it, and that is quite a skill. He'd planned to return to athletic competition this week at a Masters swim event. Swimming. But he's a cheat, so he'd probably still use the bike. He's currently serving a lifetime ban from Olympic sports because of a serious doping violation. Uh, a lifetime ban, which these days, these lenient days, could only probably be a few years, depending on how long he lives for. He was going to compete in this swimming event, because that swimming event does not test his athletes for drugs. I suppose that's fair. It's a swimming pool. Everyone pees in it when they're actually in there. They won't have any left for the test. But after learning of Armstrong's entry, the International Swimming Federation put a stop to his plans. Lance said, I was told all along that I was more than welcome to compete in the Masters meet by USMS. Then, all of a sudden, I'm not welcome. I don't get it. Why would they have a problem with the world's most famous drugs cheat swimming in their sport? Oh, I don't know. We got a problem. Can we really let Lance Armstrong swim in our race? Why not? The guy's on so many drugs. If he pees in the pool, the other swimmers will get high. Fellow swimming competitor David Golulski said, If they're not gonna drug test us, then why are they kicking Lance out for breaking doping rules? Yeah. And if they're not gonna check your pockets, surely they have to assume you're just gonna nick some sh** too. But am I being too harsh to Lance Armstrong? Well, in other sporting news, Oscar Pistorius had his conditions of his bail changed so that he can travel to other countries. That's about as free as you can get to travel to other countries in the world. That's not like being on bail at all. What restrictions are actually still on him? You are free to go to other countries? but the moon is totally out of bounds to you. He's been allowed to travel abroad to compete in races as he awaits the trial for killing his girlfriend. 
when he next takes part in a race. The whole world will be watching. And you join us for the men's 100 metres. And they're off. Pistorius in lane one, off to a strong start. He leads the pack. The Brazilian in lane two, a losing ground, and there's just no catching him as he crosses the finish line, and he doesn't stop. He's still running, and now he's being chased by the officials. The police have joined in the chase, along with the fans of his late girlfriend and people who thought he shouldn't have been given bail in the first place. And what's that noise coming from the stadium? So, Pistorius is accused of murder and still gets to run. Armstrong took some drugs a while back and he's not even allowed to swim for the rest of his life. Maybe I was being too harsh to Armstrong. The SomeNews.co.uk podcast. So a lot of the big news of late makes it look like we should be wary of people from foreign countries. David Cameron is way ahead of you. Yes, David Cameron came out... As someone who doesn't like immigrants, he's going to be tough on immigration, tough on the causes of immigration. And what's one of the causes of immigration? Having a country that people want to move to. Well, he's doing his best to fix that. I think I want to move to the UK and start a new life for me and my family. Really? The UK, with their unemployment, their triple depression, and the sex pests from the 1970s? Ah, I see what you mean. Yes, stay here in Siberia. The weather is better. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, we're multicultural here. Our weather is from Russia, our horse meat from Romania, even our royal family's German. But that kind of soft-touch Britain is the thing that David Cameron wants to end. Immigrants who can't speak English may not be allowed to stay. That's the plan that could backfire as we see loads of our youth sent abroad. Oh, my Daisy was like world tripping here. Do you get me? Oh, Says on your case file you're from a white middle-class family in Berkshire. True that. And how high will they set the standard of this English test? Ah, Mr. Khan, before we can approve your migration status, we have to perform an English language competency test on you and those who you are travelling with. Shouldn't that be whom? Oh, nuts. I'll pack my things. David Cameron said, we're going to make that assessment a real and robust one. And yes, it's going to include whether your ability to speak English is a barrier to work. It's not a barrier. If you can't speak a word of English, get a job in my local post office. They just ignore everything you say anyway. Uh, Nick Clegg had a plan. He wants people from high-risk countries to pay a bond when they come into the UK so that they'll leave when their holiday's over. That's the way they get their money back. But that's not going to work, is it? I can exemplify the flaw in that plan using an old pub joke. A man walks into a bar where another man has just bought a double whiskey. How about a wager? The first man said to the second. I bet you a pound I can drink that whiskey without touching it. What? Said the second man. You won't use your hands. I won't touch it with my hands, my lips or any body part, said the first man. You're just going to use a straw, yeah? Scoffed the second man. No, assured the first. I bet you a quid I can drink that drink without touching it with my hands, lips or body parts, or using a straw, gloves or any other object. You bet me you can drink this drink without touching it with any body part or any object, queried the second man, sounding interested. Indeed, said the first. You're on, said the second as they shook hands. The first man looked hard at the double whiskey before picking it up and downing it in one. But you said you'd do it without touching it said the second man. So I did, said the first. And here's the pound you just won. The somenews.co.uk podcast. Last time on the podcast, the tweeting topic was things you've been banned from. But look at the news that's out at the moment. Armstrong being banned from swimming, which is not even his sport. Um, Foreign people being banned from the UK. There's even a news story which didn't quite make the podcast. It got edited out, but there's a, a story of a guy who was banned from driving... Uh, And the police said he was high on drum and bass. 
which might seem like it's a bit of a silly thing to say, but I think that policeman had a point. You start out with a bit of uh, dubstep, it's a gateway drug, the next thing you're onto your drum and bass, you trip hop, you hip hop, and then the next thing you pop in acid. That's a real thing. So I thought we'd do part two. Things that you've been banned from. I asked the question on Twitter, here are some of the answers. At this is Mike Bates, I got banned from a mate's house by his mum because I put a parental lock on a PC to stop him looking at porn and I forgot the password. You are making the world a cleaner place, sir. He says, I also got banned from another mate's by his missus after a mate took off his jeans and I hid them in the freezer. The door didn't close and it defrosted. In that instance, you're not making the world a cleaner place. At bunny underscore Samantha, I've been recently asked to leave a couple of department stores after lounging on their sofas in a nighty. Brackets, pics on profile, close brackets. And I checked out her profile and true enough, she did a photo shoot in a department store. I didn't realise photo shoots were that sneaky. And to be honest, I, I looked at your profile. I'm amazed I managed to get around to recording this. I could have been sat there all day. At Hayley Connor, I got banned from the office in my last job as I'd go in singing for an hour and annoy the people in there and not do any work. Hmm, wonder why they had a problem with that. She said, I've also been banned from singing in this job. I sense a pattern. However, I ignored this ban and throw in some dance moves now too. At Gay Tyrone, I was asked to leave PC World for saying shit too loud. I was desperate though. I thought you were just reviewing their customer service. At Son of Gav, the staff at my entire workplace have been banned from a restaurant in Putney for throwing food around after I'd left. At Pauline Burke 6, I was banned from a pub for telling the landlady her beer was slops, which it was. And yet for some reason she didn't like that. Strange, isn't it? And at Tickety Boo says, I was banned from my local pub for being drunk and copulating in their car park. The fact I'm teetotal and was five miles away held no weight. Do you know what? If you can copulate from five miles away, it means you was a very sexy lady. The somenews.co.uk podcast. Your letters. Just time for one of your letters. A question sent to me on that Ask FM thing on the internet. Uh, the question is, uh, what movie can you quote word for word? This one's going to make me look clever. It's quite a highbrow film, Oscar-winning film. Uh, the film that I can quote word for word is the Oscar-winning film The Artist. Yeah, now who looks fancy? The somenews.co.uk podcast. That's it for another episode. Uh, if you've enjoyed the podcast, subscribe on iTunes. There are details on somenews.co.uk. If you go to somenews.co.uk, there's a little advert on the right-hand side because I've got a new comedy album out. Steve does happiness. Uh, if you would like to hear it, go and check out the details. You do have to buy it, I'm afraid. It's one of the few things that I don't get to give away for free on the web. But yeah, it's not that much. Go and have a look. Steve does happiness. Uh, make sure you follow on Twitter at Mr. Stephen Allen. And if you've enjoyed it in any way, send a link to a friend or something like that would be very nice indeed. Until next time, bye. The Some News Podcast. Get more at somenews.co.uk.